What up, what up? Welcome to the Cast of Color, a show where a diverse group of creatives discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment. My name is John Carter. I am joined by the boys. What's happening, fellas? Hello. Howdy. Hey, hey, Gerardo, Joe, in the building. Another week. Listeners, thank you for keeping up with us. We're doing our our regular episodes here every Monday type. It might drop on a, on a Tuesday on you. And then we're having our shorter TV episodes later in the week, which... I've been a I've been a hit. <laughs> People yeah, are, Falcon and are Winter really Soldier coming up. Yeah, <laughs> the mini souls. It's 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 hype. So uh for this episode today, we're gonna be going into some entertainment updates, just some brief ones. And for the diversity reports, we have a few things to go over the diversity report. Lots going on in the world today. And for our review this week, we are going to be doing Amazon Prime's Invincible, the first three episodes. It's lit. It's we're ready to go. So uh, that being said, you know what I'm saying? Again, there's a lot going on this month. Fuck, it's the end of March. And I feel like this week alone, there's some cool shit coming out. Um, But we'll get into some of these things. So, Joe, my brother, without any further ado, what do you have as far as entertainment updates? It's a busy month, I think. I think this week is a busy week. After It's like Snyder Cut dropped and then everyone was like, hey. Here's some news. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, exactly. And that from both sides too. Like Marvel dropped some stuff, and then DC also made some crazy casting announcements. So let's just do the DC ones first. Um, Hell yeah! Got Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate. How do you guys feel? Yeah, about that? I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, do you think he's actually gonna like be like uh, a part of the team, or do you think it's gonna be like they need to go for, to him for help and? You know, it's just like a little nod towards that for further down the road. You know how sometimes they'll do that. Like it'll, yeah, yeah. He'll have a, the suit in the background or something, you know, but he won't have it on. Oh, that's, oh, that's interesting. I think it'll be like, uh, kind of like how they share the screen time with like Suicide Squad. I think it'll be like that. I, yeah. I just think, it, you know, because like The Rock, like his movies are really rock centric. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like the character, Dr. Fate. You know, I, I think he's, uh, no, no, I just think he's interesting. I think it's someone interesting to see on the, on the big screen yeah. and his abilities in the comic books. I would, I would like to see, he's pretty powerful. So I, I would like to see that translated on the big screen. Yeah, um, it's interesting that, um, that they talk about that and also uh, Satana. Uh, yeah, that's right. Let's talk about Zatanna afterwards, but do you, are you guys familiar at all with, with Dr. Fate's powers? I mean, I, I can like see here that he's like kind of magical and shit, but right. Is that, is that really just the gist of it? I so think his it's like, gives him his powers, right? Right, right. That's what, and it's it's a different person who can become Doctor Fate, right? Like it's an entity that gets passed down from different people, and yeah, they put on the helmet and they assume the entity of Doctor Fate, right? It's kind of like Nova, then, huh? Like in, <laughs> in Marvel, like Nova's. It, the, it's uh, funny because I compared Doctor. I think this just might be because they both have Doctor in their name, yeah. but it defaulted for me for like Doctor Strange. But yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's what people usually. Uh, I think go to when they hear that, but I don't know. Like, uh, like I said, like the magic seems different. Like, uh, Zatanna <laughs> is like super Doctor Strange, you know. We'll get into that, but like that to me, I was like, oh, that's going to be magic, magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Doctor Fate, um, it they could go super magic, or they could go just powers, I guess. Right, <laughs> you know? right, and I think it's it's kind of cool to acknowledge that. Like, they can either go like the powers route with him. Where his yeah, because like powers... Justice League dark characters, like that, that's that's all pretty yeah. much magic, like Constantine and shit. Yeah, I know, mm. I know. Yeah, 
Yeah, you'll see Dr. Fate in those DC animated movies. And, and when you see him, you'll see, yeah, Constantine. Yeah. It's a cool casting, though. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool casting for sure. And I'm, I hope that the, the movie's hope good. good. <laughs> yeah, hope yeah <laughs> same. I want it to be good. I when, want it to be when good. When does it come out? That's interesting because they just announced the release date. Um, the Rock announced it, I think, on Sunday. It's coming July 29th, 2022 type. 2022 type? Mm-hmm. The Rock is out here pushing his fucking energy drink. I'm like, bro, I'd rather you push your yeah. tequila. Don't, I don't want to drink no that's fucking a, energy drink, man. That's coming well, the thing, out before. Uh, the thing about his out. energy, <laughs> thing about his energy drink is because he's like trying to break into like the gamer market. So it's like an energy drink, like push towards like the gaming community. I think because fucking gamers oh are just all like amped up on those crazy energy drinks just to stay hey away. DJ here. I got my Zoa energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not buying this one. I like the tequila pitch a little better. This one is just like, man, I don't know. I think yeah, I was going to say, it's interesting that, that that movie's coming out before, um, before like the Batman and shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause yeah. the Batman that's coming out next Halloween, right? Yeah. Like uh 2022 next Halloween. Fuck, mm-hmm. That's so long. Yeah. It is COVID. <laughs> fucking cove tragic the cove <laughs> yeah well very but well anyway, yeah pierce brosnan dr fate that'll be cool the boy um but next piece of news we already kind of mentioned it uh emerald Fennell from john's favorite movie promising young woman she's <laughs> <laughs> he is going to uh what is she directing writing uh the zatanna movie gerardo yeah i think she's um i think she's directing it probably writing it you know she's yeah. um, Oscar nominated at this point, so it's really interesting the way they're going with these directors for these movies right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. But um, that's cool like... that it's a, a female-led, like as a ton of movies should be from like the perspective of a female. So that's pretty. Yeah, cool. I think Hollywood is being very intentional with female voices, especially yeah, and, at the moment. Yeah, and and it's I, great. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. They're they're getting their moments to shine now because like um. Like Patty Jenkins, like I'm, I don't think she's that good of a director. I didn't like her movies that much, but I'm really excited for like um, Chloe Zhao because I just saw Nomadland, and you were right, oh, Joe. Yeah. I'm totally hyped for The Eternals now. <laughs> Are you really? I, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I mean, I'm just, I'm just. It's like just after watching Nomadland and seeing her style, it's just really piqued my interest. You know, yeah. it's just like yeah. how can how could you make a movie like kind of like like this because. I don't know if you know it's from Nomadland, like a lot of it is like um like natural landscape, natural light, the way it's shot and everything. Yeah. And it's gonna be the same shit so for dope. Eternals. So that's yeah, cool. See, because I think it's, it's gonna, cool to, it's to think like, about a, a superhero movie in that context, you know, kind of that natural light. Yeah. We think everything is just green screen for a lot of these scenes. Well, I think everything is is gonna be like more character based, like which I'm I'm really excited about. Yeah, that's cool. like I think I think I think that's going to be the core of it. Um, we're still probably going to get like some CGI fights and shit. Yeah, of course you have oh, to. Sure. <laughs> you have to. It's in a contract. Fucking, <laughs> Did fucking... we get our two CGI fights? At least? Okay, cool. Do your thing. Fucking ahead, Icarus, but... Icarus or Icarus. He he shoots laser beams out his eyes, so he has to. <laughs> that's a that's a stacked cast that they have. It absolutely is. It's nuts. Yeah, can't yeah. wait to watch yeah, Nomadland. By the way, I'm gonna need to borrow someone's Hulu because we tried watching it and we don't, we don't have a fucking active uh, Hulu account. We're uh, I saw horrible. it at the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, that's that's dope, bro. You went to AMC for that. Yeah, I went to AMC a couple of days ago, and it was uh, I went with my roommate Jackson, and it was uh, just me and him in there. Like it was fucking empty. Oh, that's sick. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Nomadland. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, see in uh in uh, LA County. 
God damn. So movie theaters are really open. Uh, it's open. Over. Yeah, everything's open. There's one open next to you in Ontario. Yeah, I'm pulling up. Yeah, in <laughs> Ontario or the one in Glendora. That's the one I used to go to. Uh, probably, it's just, it's so hard to believe. To yeah. Just California a. things, you know? <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> California things. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a little yeah. nice for you guys so later. Yeah, Zatanna, so really yeah. excited for the women director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another, not, another character that I'm not too familiar with, but, you know, magic stuff. It's cool. I'm hyped. Yeah, magic. For it. Magic. <laughs> uh, next piece of news. Did you guys watch the Suicide Squad trailer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. John? Yeah. It looks. Uh, I, had to do a little more digging just on some of the villains and, and everything. Of course, that's what, you know, I always do after a trailer, but yeah, man, it looks, I think. It oh looks yeah. A lot cool. of so, so, so many people, a lot of them are going to die. It's, it's cool. Like it looks like James Gunn is actually um, really pushing for like the core element of the suicide squad, which is like, just kill them off, you know? Yeah. Like right. one of uh like one of the main like marketing points, like you even see on the movie posters and stuff is like the tagline is like, don't get too attached, you know? So it's like, yeah, no, oh, people wow. are about to die. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks but, uh, funny too. I, yeah, I it looks it crazy. Looks funny. And I love yeah. uh I oddly really love uh Sylvester Stallone as King Shark. I think that's hilarious. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, it's James <laughs> it's James Gunn. It's gonna be a whole nother group thing, you know? Like it's uh it's really Oh yeah, yeah, James. yeah. <laughs> yeah. James I'm getting I'm getting really good chemistry vibes from from the trailer. I, I'm thinking like the it just looks like the actors are having a lot of fun, they're enjoying it. Yeah. You know, I, I'm really, John Cena I, I think so he funny, just helped us get to do well. I think he's a great addition. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I just love John Cena. He's always, uh, John, oh, John Cena's always funny. John, dude, uh, I don't know if you saw him in that. What was that movie? Trainwreck. Trainwreck? Yeah. He was pretty funny in Trainwreck. He was funny. Yeah, <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> he, was, he was so funny in that movie. And, yeah. Uh, he, he, he was pretty funny in this trailer. Yeah. He, he is not afraid to be funny. He's not afraid to be corny. He's not afraid to go there, but he'll, you'll do it with a hundred percent commitment that's what i enjoy about john cena you know he's he's one of the actors who when he makes that transition to cinema he can actually be pretty funny and he's yeah. he is fucking yoked man he is so damn no, he's i was about to say he's oh, yeah. big he's out of this world big he's already a wrestler so he's already you know he really trains his physique and but man yeah he is looking just like you know like a monster in this like a movie. comic book character yeah straight up and you know he's supposed to be an asshole like, his character is like a like a dick you know he's like a like the mean yeah, he's getting his own show thing. too. That's coming out yeah. soon, right? Like this yeah. year? Is that coming it's, out this year as well? Maybe later this year. I'm not exactly sure on that one. Yeah. But yeah, no, they've described. Sure. I'm pretty sure John Cena has described his character as like an asshole Captain America. Not exactly on like John Walker level, but like, <laughs> right. yeah, we'll see. Oh yeah, well, and we'll get into that in our mini sode. <laughs> yeah, mini sode later this week. But um. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, fun fact, a little random fun fact. I've actually met John Cena in person. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I met him at a, at a Gold's, at Gold's Gym in Montclair. Super random. <laughs> Randomest thing ever. Shit. I took was a picture of him. It's on my, it's on my Instagram. He was get, well, he tried getting a session, but like many assholes like myself are just approaching him for pictures and shit. So <laughs> I don't think he got too many workouts in, but, you know. It is what it is. I guess that's kind of what happens when you're a celebrity. You, you thought you're just gonna yeah. stroll in here and work out without all peacefully? No, John. <laughs> I'm <gonna> hound you. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, next piece of news, and let's just round it out with this one. Um, Black Widow committing to theaters. Well, not exactly committing to theaters. It's coming to theaters July 9th, and it's yeah. also gonna be on Disney Plus Premiere Access. I'm guessing 
like how they usually do it, like 30 bucks. But yeah. I'm absolutely going to the movies for it. You know, if it's well, safe. They, they actually just announced uh, that they changed it. Uh, it's going to come out on Disney Plus later. Oh, later than July 9th. Yeah, like they, I, I literally saw like that piece of news like today. Like I think they, they uh, just updated it. Oh, okay. Oh, Are they so, doing uh, it? Is it like one of those things where it's like in theaters first for like 45 days and then it goes to Disney Plus? I think it's something like that. They probably oh, got damn. a deal. Yeah, you know Disney. Yeah, that, that was like a deal between I think like Regal and AMC or no, Regal and um, like Warner Media or something. They did a deal last week where they're like, okay, like, in theaters for 45 days and then can go to hbo max that doesn't start till oh. 2022 though yeah so oh, they're no, trying no. to push yeah no yeah no they yeah. pushed it to the same day never mind my mistake they uh it, right before they did that uh is when they plan to do it separately man um i know and i know that uh, don't other countries get it before we do probably I think, I, that's I think that's I how it was australia, like pre-covid oh yeah australia europe they get it like a week before we do mm-hmm. yeah but like a few days premiere access that shit is that's all yeah i'd rather go to the theater though it's really expensive yeah Yeah. 30 bucks that's the thing though is that you pay 30 you have it forever well they they could change the rules they could change the rules later Mm. but that's how it is right now like when i when i did mulan for premiere access i had it like indefinitely oh that's true so you have it forever now because yeah i I think we do with mulan as well well i mean mulan is free now like it was was free come december so but yeah so and I know like they're I think they're dropping um Luca on Disney Plus that the new Pixar movie like mm-hmm. they drop that on Disney Plus like they did with Soul. Yeah, um, no premiere access though. I think they're just dropping it for free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some Pixar like employees Soul. are actually pissed about that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of messed up um cuz like I mean I, I I don't know Pixar you know with the, the Black Widow it's like uh, I don't know if I'd pay $30 to have that at home. Right, it's like I'll, I'll just the have the theater. normal movie theater experience just watch it once and because I don't think I'm going to need to watch it more than once, you know? Yeah, for sure. The hype is like super dead for that movie for me. I <laughs> know. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it, I think it's just because it's ready and they they did like their whole like marketing run already, you know? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's just like waiting around until they kick the marketing back up. It's like, okay, now I'm looking forward to it, but we'll see. Yeah, I guess, I guess they're waiting for Falcon and Winter Soldier to kind of run its course for them to start um, marketing for Black Widow, probably like more. I mean, because they, they just dropped the new poster, so it'll probably ramp up soon, right? Yeah. Cool. Nice. But anyway, nice I think that'll that'll do it for me here. Yeah, that's it for entertainment updates. As far as the diversity report, we have a few updates in the world. The first one is something pretty interesting that we were talking about earlier, which is a certain program designed specifically for people of color uh, in the Bay Area. So it's Oakland launches a guaranteed pay plan for low-income people. And I, I see where this could be problematic. I see where it can benefit people. But yeah, it sounds like the mayor of Oakland announced that there's going to be a properly funded program that will give low-income families of color $500 a month with no rules on how they spend it. I think that right there could just... No rules on how to spend it. You know, I think it, I think it could help if it were mandated in some way, even if it was just, I don't know... 10, 20 bucks is required to be invested into businesses owned by people of color. I think it's cool to do creative shit like that. But um, yeah, the program is the latest experiment with guaranteed income, an idea that giving poor people, giving poor people of color a set amount of cash each month helps ease the stresses of poverty. I mean, you can't argue with that. It's like anyone with more money 
<laughs> you give a poor person 500 bucks a month, it'll, it'll certainly help. So, I mean, do you guys think that this is some kind of, do you guys think that there is longevity in an idea like this, in an initiative like this? Or do you think it's more of an experiment, as they're saying, to kind of get a feel of how certain programs like this can be implemented? What do you guys think? <laughs> you know, I think, you know, I think that this is like, a, it's a cool experiment to run to kind of do like a, it's like a test run of a UBI, which is universal basic income. You know, that was pitched by Andrew Yang during his presidential run. Oh, and it was an nice. interesting uh, idea that I, I initially I really wasn't on board with. And then, you know, kind of COVID happened. And I was like, yeah, you know, it'd be nice if everyone had a little bit of guaranteed money. Uh, yeah. You know, so that way you're not worried about paying rent as much as you are about just kind of, uh, you know, living your life. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, um, I'm curious about that, though, because I I was it sounds like a cool idea. Right. But um, like because his thing was it's a thousand bucks a month. That's what he wanted to do. But yeah. like, I'm curious how it would um, if it would like offset or anything like that, just because, yeah, you get a thousand dollars. But the way they eat, like he does it is that pretty much the price of like like miscellaneous products like i don't know like like grocery food items or like just things in general would get more expensive mm -hmm. so like yeah you have this thousand dollars but i wonder like how much more you're gonna well, you can't get you can't get that much more expensive you know what i mean <laughs> if it's yeah. all at once yeah you know it's yeah like no it's like it's like, like everything uh, that's what i'm saying though is that like everything's more expensive but now you have this extra thousand dollars so is it like it has to even itself out i feel right <laughs> or even um, like you'll end up on top regardless yeah i hope we end up on top with it <laughs> it'd be <laughs> cool if everything got unbalanced and we ended up on top um what's it called yeah yeah i think it's uh this thing is kind of like a cool dry run for that because i mean we don't know if it works or it doesn't um it's a good way to check and that's why it's cool that it's unrestricted that way we kind of get like a, a dry run at that and um yeah you know, I think that uh, I, I do wish that it went by area instead of by like people of color because a white person in the, the community is still part of that community. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a community <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, I don't know that I feel kind of messed up in a community. If <laughs> there was like one white person that lived in like a black community or Latino and black community and they didn't get it, but everyone around them did to be like, ah. Yeah, because you know, good yeah, good luck preaching to that poor white family that they're privileged. It's like, what privilege are you describing? Just because I am white, and there may be that may be true. There may be some kind of privilege in being white, but if it's a community thing, it's like, hey, if you're gonna target this area, do every single poor person in that area, and and see the results yeah. of that. I get the initiative because I'm all about helping specifically people of color because people of color need it. Like they, people mm -hmm. of color need just a little more help because of the obstacles they've had to deal with. But yeah, it's pretty interesting, man. So they've this program has raised uh, about $6 million so far from private donors. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but kind of reminds me of reparations. It's like, I'm, I'm all about reparations for, for black people, but I feel like it had to be mandated. That's, that's its own conversation, but I feel like it had to be mandated in certain stipulations and, and how to, Oh no, man. I think when you give anyone just a set amount of money with no regulations, you just, you're opening the doors for anything. So uh, moving on, you know, it's a big week for the people of Minneapolis, Minnesota. You know, the George Floyd, the officer, the former officer, Derek Chauvin, is on trial. It just started this week for the death of George Floyd. 
A lot of details are emerging about the case, one of which is that it was actually longer than eight minutes and 46 seconds. It was more along the lines of nine minutes and some change. The former officer was nine and some change. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's they're, 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 they're both coming. So the defense is coming out with, you know, the fact that it's police protocol and George Floyd had some drugs in his system, whatever. And <laughs> the prosecutor's like, here's this video. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much what it is. So I'm just tapped in today. I've been watching Keeping Up here and there. I haven't been watching all day, but um, it is it has been live and it's been accessible to people. So that's that's something that I'm sure many people are watching. I, I guess you know, it's definitely. Uh, I'm curious to see because there are going to be officers that are going to testify against Derek mm -hmm. Chauvin. Some like oh. I don't know if that happened today or if it'll happen like sometime this week, but yeah, that's gonna be I feel like that's gonna be a, a sensitive one for most yeah, people. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I haven't read anything about officers coming up yet. Some of these witnesses and one was like the the 911 operator, the dispatcher, I'm sorry. And there have been a few people on trial, a few witnesses, but I haven't heard anything of fellow officers, but definitely gonna be a case that is uh very instrumental in this modern day civil rights movement you know this is definitely it so i'm tapping in but i think that's i think that wraps it up for the diversity report so that being said this is the section that we we wait for every week this is our movie review section now this week it's not a movie <laughs> it is an amazon prime original series called invincible and i'm gonna let the boy gerardo take it from here what you got man yeah, man, give yeah, us the so, lowdown because you, you've read what, like all the comics? or It's an ongoing yeah. series, but you've read pretty much. No, it, it's 144 issues. It ended um, after, I think, like a 12 or 13 year run. Oh, it ended um, already. Okay. Yeah, it's like the, I think, the best selling comic that isn't from Marvel or DC. And Invincible, uh, yeah, he's kind of like Image Comics is a popular, big, big popular superhero. So the comic book series is written by Robert Kirkman who wrote The Walking Dead as well. And he was writing these two series at the same time. Yeah, this is really uh, the cool thing about Invincible is just Kirkman's spin on the superhero genre and not in a edgy way like The Boys, which I enjoy. Um, it's, a, it's a lot less edgy than that. And it's more of a, a really violent uh, uh, satire um, yeah. almost. Yeah. Uh, so it's um, the Amazon. So we're going to get into spoilers here. <laughs> Have to. So, uh, spoiler warning, but definitely go watch at least the first episode before this. It's intense. It's cool. Some some good stuff going yeah. on there. So, in the first episode, guys, we get the fake Justice League, which in the in the comic book they're uh, introduced the same issue. You know, we find out at the end of the episode that they uh, they get freaking murdered, right? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, same thing happens in the comic book. Same same time they're introduced. Uh, they're a little bit more fleshed out here. And um, I think the show does a really cool job of uh, trying to make you think it's just like a normal DC type uh, cartoon at first. Like, you know, that first fight isn't really too super bloody or anything. The whole show isn't really that hardcore until like the end, you know? Yeah, the end yeah. goes, it goes all the way yeah. there. But before that, it feels like, yeah, some straight yeah. up DC knock off there's flash there's wonder woman i see the comparisons yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's no, funny and, right? and like, it dives it like it introduces you to um mark as well kind of dives into like his struggles and that felt very um because he's still in high school you know so he, it felt very peter parker to me type of vibe yeah he's a lot like uh peter parker and superman he's like that type of character uh the cool thing is uh you just see him um 
grow up in the comic book and it, and it moves pretty fast. So that's the thing about the series. It likes to set itself up like as a classic type thing, but um, uh, this, this stuff just keeps, it, it just keeps going. It's not like Marvel or DC where um, something happens and it's fixed. Like, you know, a couple years later or something like it keeps, uh, it, keeps stuff. it keeps up with the character every uh, month, every year along the way type thing. No, it, it just, it just, it just moves along. It's just, nice. you I know, like, that. <laughs> like, uh, like these first few episodes have been like a, a few weeks at least, right? Yeah, like uh, that's what struck me when I was reading the comic book at first. How it was just like at first, like it literally just felt like a normal, like rip off of something, and then it it hits you at the end, and then like you know episode two and three, like those were you know that was its own thing. It was like the the vibe of the show from a thousand percent. Uh, yeah, yeah, it really got yeah. into more of the results of the ending of episode one. Yeah, man. It, yeah, did so you guys cool. feel that in episode one that it was like literally just like a, a ripoff? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Kind of I, know, I was like, I was waiting for something to get just more, just a little different. I was like, okay, we've seen so much of this already. I want to see, and I think it was worth it, man. Like the ending of episode one goes there in a way that many superhero comic book things just have not, and it and it's kind of you expect that from a comic book show, but you, you don't see it as often, and. Yeah, That's, yeah, that was like, cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like one of the bloodiest comic books ever. So uh, they they really went ham on that. They went first ham. scene, which we're talking about, where Omni Man kills all of the uh, all of the, uh, the Guardians, Guardians of the Globe, <laughs> yeah, Guardians of the, of the globe. globe, right, bro? I was just calling the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, takes what's her name, War Woman, War Woman, War Woman, yeah, Maze knocks the fish dude's head out, just splatters dark wing i mean just grabs it <laughs> that's what would happen to batman that's, that's yeah no that that's uh that that's the thing i realized about this is that because there's a lot of talk about like if superman just like like this is like superman if he just didn't, didn't have any morals or anything like that right right and it just shows you how overpowered that all these people can be like the violence is like realistic, you know? <laughs> yeah, with no restraint, what, what, what these kind of people are capable of. Because Omni-Man is, I mean, like Gerardo said, it was a knockoff of, of Superman. I was like, oh, this guy's from another planet. He comes to Earth. He's more powerful than humans. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I mean, bro just straight punches the girl, the green girl through the fucking head. I was like, Damn, oh, dude, that's yeah, that's 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 the standard for the for this comic, dude. All that type for of the for the Viltrumites. Violence. Is that their name? Vitramites. Yeah, the Vitramites. Yeah. Those are they're like the, oh, you know, there's a lot. You'll you guys will find out in a few uh, next episode. I'm sure some shit's gonna go down. I already know exactly where the story's going, and uh, I have the first volume right here, and they switch the order around a little bit of uh, on things, but for the most part, it's it's staying linear. Uh, they moved the uh, the twist that Omni Man killed the justice league that they put that in the first episode you know a lot of the people were predicting that would happen like the second episode or something but oh, okay. i thought it was a really good idea to put that at the end of the first episode to kind of draw people in from the beginning I mean, just so that you can get an book. idea of like what kind of violence to expect yeah it's like uh it's like hey this is uh this is his own thing for sure definitely like <laughs> mm -hmm. uh so then, so then we get to the second episode right where what happens the second episode that, that's when uh, we start getting more he get, that, okay, that yeah. demon guy, you know, that's when he makes his presence. I think he's yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. important Damian to acknowledge. He's he's the guy who's kind of investigating. He's like a, he's working time off. Of he's a, he's like Ro he's like Rorschach. He's like supposed to be like a yeah a parody of him. 
Uh, they kind of made him look more like Hellboy in the TV show. He, he looks like Hellboy, more like a gorilla. Yeah, he looks more like a gorilla in the in the comic book, but he's like a demon detective. It's cool they fleshed him out a little bit more in this. Yeah, I'm interested to see where they take him because <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, fucking, uh... Yeah, I'm so curious. I can't fucking wait. I'm like, what's Omni Man's <laughs> motive? Because dur- during this, during the final scene in episode one, um, I thought it was interesting. What's his name? The other powerful dude. Him and Immortal. War Woman share a moment. He's like, he has to be under some kind of mind control. He wouldn't yeah, do this. Him. So it just gets you thinking, like, what's Omni-Man's motive? Is he under some kind of mind control? Is he just a crazy motherfucker? Yeah, and you will find out. (laughs) I cannot (laughs) Probably uh, the next episode. It's cool. Uh, Episode four? The series just gets going. Yeah. Okay. So episode two, we got the the Flaxons, these aliens. Uh, And it's really cool. Here we kind of get a look at Robert Kirkman's uh, creativity when it comes to creating, like, uh, enemies and stuff. Yeah. uh, it's funny in the comic book they were like a, like a joke um, in the way that they just started turning old right away when they came out. <laughs> like, you know, hilarious. the comic yeah. book it's really quick. It's all a joke. It's like man, these guys suck. Uh, you know, before they come back that third time. But in this one, it's like uh, they're they're a threat from the beginning. The show just starts. It starts off bloody. It does, man. They're just the people are getting got by these flaxons and <laughs> they go back, they'll get beat, they go back, and then so much their time works differently on their planet. So they'll come back far more advanced and they still lose and they're going to kick him back. <laughs> it's pretty funny, right? And uh, yeah, introduced it is. to the 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 teen team, uh, which is like the teen titans. <laughs> yes, but uh, yes. it's Led, we yeah, got some cool ass characters like uh that like they're they're the classic characters. Uh we get robot who is voiced by Zachary Quinto. Okay, I just want to say this stack is uh this this cast is fucking stacked, dude. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I think uh, JK we, Simmons is is great as Omni Man. Bodies it is Omni. Oh yeah. And oh, Steve yeah, Young, Steve Young like I know he's Mark Grayson, but I'm like does it really sound like Steve Young? I, I keep like trying to like listen really hard. No, dude, he, he did a really yeah. good job at doing the teenager voice. Right. Yeah, he I'm really just like, I know that's character. Steve Young, but that I yeah, I can't put it to and him. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy when you look at the like the comic book, you know. I've been re- I've read the fucking comic book and it's like uh, you know, you make up your own voices in your head, but like that was pretty that was pretty good. That's pretty close. Like that, that that's like yeah. exactly what he he would sound like just from looking at the image of him, you know. Absolutely. Uh, and it's a uh, yeah i think that everyone does a great job in this um so we're introduced to robot we're introduced to rex explode who's kind of like gambit uh we're introduced to uh yeah, he's a piece of shit um, <laughs> oh yeah he has a whole oh man yeah there's a whole lot going on there we got um uh duplicate is like uh she can make multiple versions of herself and as long as there's one of her alive she she uh she can't die but man all her versions get freaking murk annihilated yeah <laughs> all her clones <laughs> yeah. blasted her yeah we got that we got um oh and then we got adam eve who uh yeah she, she she's got some energy manipulation type shit she's uh she's really uh she's a cool character adam eve uh kind of like green lantern type invincible character uh no the green lantern's like the green ghost who got uh in the they eat the they have to eat like a green stone or something green alien stone oh that's the girl that got omni man's hand oh that that yeah. was yeah so she <laughs> yeah. The green the green stone yeah in they're her like, mouth she become, yeah yeah they're like green lantern uh every time they want to get out of the outfit they gotta throw up <laughs> they gotta throw oh up. wow <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so stupid but um 
yeah, so that second episode we introduced to the Flaxons. Uh, we see Omni Man completely destroy their fucking planet, which uh, it's cool. You didn't see that in the comic, so book. In the comic book. He just comes back. Uh, you know, you know about like, that. <laughs> I, you know what I thought was pretty interesting for that. I think uh, there was like a little nod to Age of Ultron in there, because as he's like going through the planet, or I don't know if it's an Age of Ultron thing or if it's just like a common way to destroy a planet, but like, oh, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he like literally like created a giant meteor like from the from the planet itself and like picked it up and just threw it to the planet. <laughs> Did you catch yeah. that? It's like a brief yeah. frame, but like it's a it's a giant rock that he creates yeah. from just flying it's how around. He killed all the portal all the portal guys made him a yeah. portal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That uh, yeah, that was a really good show of power. And it might have been a nod to Age of Ultron. I mean like I said that wasn't in the comic book, so it could have been. Yeah, uh, very good show of power. He destroyed that fucking planet. Yeah. We're also and it shows that he to- can also like Something I'd never seen before is uh, like his his like flight ability is like like he can fly like real fast and and it's just like super electric, you know, (laughs) it's almost like he's he's like a giant missile or something. Supercharged flight. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it, but it looked insane. (laughs) Yeah, you know, what's really interesting is that in the in the comic book, like literally the way he kills all the uh, Guardians of the Globe. Uh, Omni Man, he uh, it's all like a really quick flash, like it's just like uh, it's a comic panel and Batman's head is missing, it's another comic panel, and this, and like the whole time you don't know, you're like, What the fuck is going on? These people just fucking die, like it's like, What the fuck? And then, like, the big splash page is just Omni Man, like you know, like um, in front of the immortal about to punch his head off. So, so it's really interesting that in, in the TV show, he got uh. They put up a fight against them, the Guardians of the Globe, which makes me think I'm like, did he did he do that on purpose or like you know, <laughs> that's just mm-hmm. a a slight difference from the comic book that I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a lot of things in here. Like for for people that read the comic book, uh, Robert Kirkman um, put in there just to like mess with us. Like the scene where he gets his superpowers, for example, is like <laughs> drawn out. Uh, you know, like because that's like such a like iconic panel, like. Um, Mm-hmm. and it's, it's like the way it happens like it takes like a little bit to get there you know yeah and it's yeah. like uh robert robert kirkman it's really cool you know he's making it enjoyable for everyone which i think is uh it's really cool like um and i'm glad that you guys like it like you know it's your first time experiencing the story and it's uh it's cool that it piqued your interest oh we're, yeah uh, so, so in the it's second really episode dope. we're also introduced to alan the alien uh who's voiced by seth rogan <laughs> yeah he's hilarious he, he apparently is someone who has to evaluate the protectors of certain planets so he goes yeah. there to just fight them <laughs> yeah and uh man alan the alien he's a he's a he's a really cool character one of uh he's like a fan favorite for the the comic book he's like uh everyone everyone loves alan <laughs> so it's, uh, and i i think seth rogan did a good job as him it's it's uh it's really cool absolutely uh, yeah you know it's it gives you that seth rogan feel without too much of it it didn't feel like Sometimes I can hear Seth so easily, like in Kung Fu Panda. You know, it's like that <laughs> Seth Rogen easily. You know what I mean? But in this one, it was, yeah, I felt like he gave his own kind of take on. How do you it. guys? It cool. How do you guys feel about like the world building? Do you think it happens at a good pace in this? Like it being your first time, like it's just giving you information, like at a nice steady pace, right? Yeah, I think it's building up nicely. I love the government entities in it too. Their affiliation. Oh, yeah. You know, I yeah, I, I get, love the speculation yeah. behind Omni Man. That's really what's keeping me interested, man. There, there's because you see the death of the the guardians, and you're like, is anyone gonna catch on to the fact he's the only one alive? And then that that demon yeah. hunter, he, the private investigator, he literally says that he's like only one alive. 
everyone else did. <laughs> Omni Man. Yeah, we get the yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So in that third episode, what happens in the third episode, man? I, I have like a story is a big thing in my head. Uh two and three kind of blend oh, together. We, yeah, which is which is good, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it's like, like one is very much story. the origin, and then two and three gets more into building this story. Yeah, and the third one, that's when you know I think Omni Man has the. the oh, hero. the third one, we get the tryouts. We get the tryouts for the new Guardians of the Globe. The new Guardians, right, right, right. Yeah, I get to see. Yeah, the robot. All, man, he, he's. Yeah. I knew he was gonna. The robot is a fucking important. I knew he was the robot of the teen team. <laughs> yeah, his name yeah. is his name is Robot. <laughs> robot. <laughs> Yeah, robot. Uh, we find out about him later. Uh, robot. Oh God, such a good character. We were introduced to Monster Girl, who's another uh, pretty important character. She's pretty cool too. <laughs> a little little girl turns into a big monster. Uh, she gets yeah. younger every time she uh, turns into the monster. Uh, oh wow! So- yeah, she 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 had a little sidebar about the fact that dating is difficult for her, and how yeah, yeah. she's like twenty. 24- Four twenty-five, and but she looks twelve because uh, mm-hmm. the monster gets stronger every time she turns into it. But she gets younger every time she turns back into a human. Yeah. So it's always like a, you know, it's like a, it's a curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When is so she gonna become uh, a baby? Like eventually, she'll become a baby. Who knows? <laughs> what's it called uh, that, see that's oh, what I'm saying Rardo, com- Rardo knows something like, yeah. the, comic book, the comic book sets and see that's what I, I think this this does so well it sets up so many interesting things that you want to see like more about you know it's like oh what's up with Robot I want to know more about him mm-hmm. you know it's like uh, they made him the leader of the team uh, yeah. of uh, the, the new Guardians of the Globe which is, is really cool um, yeah, he's super like smart it. like they did a good job at showing off his powers and moveset in this show it's just it's always cool to see those types of characters. Yeah, they help and, explain um, shit. Like he explains everything throughout. So it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, we get uh, Rex Blode cheating on um, Adam Eve, which happens in the comic books with Duplicate. Yes, the repeat girl, <laughs> the uh, yeah. Duplicate. Yeah, Duplicate. Some some funny, uh, some drama. You know, we got some drama going on there. We got mm-hmm. Mark Grayson with his uh, girlfriend, uh, uh, Amber, I think is her name. Uh, mm. but uh, she uh, yeah, they recast her in this one to like you know, they did some recasting in this to like make certain characters like, like, a, like, uh, you know, Mark's mom is Asian in this because Sandra O oh is voicing her, and then we have a uh, Rex Blood is like brown because <laughs> like, like brown. yeah, mm. I do, yeah, yeah, sidebar, she's really good, I really enjoy her, and oh, yeah, she's very oh, yeah, present, she's consistently um, present. Let me uh, let me ask you guys this real quick. Is she like kind of, well, without spoiling, Jarrah, you probably know the answer, but is she kind of like in on, like, does she know Omni-Man's like true intentions? What do you think, John? Oh, just from someone who is just watching it. I'm not getting that vibe yet. So the only reason, okay, there the only reason why I kind of am like skeptical is just because uh, there was like a like a dinner table scene where it was um, Omni Man, the mom, and Mark at the table, and they're talking about his powers. And then um, she like like nudges Omni Man's foot and tries to like get him to stop talking about something or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, well, why do you have to do all that? <laughs> oh shit! You know? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, 
It might it's have been cool so that, that, that the show the show just sets up a bunch of shit for you guys to speculate on, which is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, but... and um, I think I think the show has really good action, like um, like the action in the first episode with the Guardians of the Globe's deaths. The second episode, we got all that action with the flag, uh, with the Flaxons. The third episode, we get all the action with the uh, the tryouts of the of the team, and then we get a, a fight with Doc Seismic at the end, the guy that does the earthquake stuff yeah he's cool mm-hmm. uh, it's it's funny in the comic books he's like a super woke <laughs> professor as well like literally oh, yeah <laughs> he was like these racists <laughs> mount rushmore <laughs> yeah it's it's uh it's it's funny he he's like a feminist and everything <laughs> that's hilarious it's just, shit, it's just shit you wouldn't expect you know it's like uh what what was yeah, his that, uh what was his okay so he like majored in like seismology and stuff but what was his minor what, what was uh, his name? Fe- i think it was sociology or something or so, <laughs> something like that that's funny <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's he's such a uh he's a, he's a cool character uh and uh yeah that i think that um that was a really good uh action sequence as well like the, i think it's pretty consistent action in the show like i gotta say like um after that first episode, you know, it just sets it up. Uh, and like you guys said, you think it's one thing and then it just goes into like this. I think it's pretty action packed, like uh, both episodes uh, two and three that we got. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited for the future of it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. Like I even enjoyed the scene where Mark flew to the the moon, I think it was. And just really showing his abilities, you know, showing what he's capable of and testing his strengths and powers. So, yeah, it, it has me hooked, man. I, indestructible I he is so far. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, how he was even bleeding when he was getting his ass whooped by the Flaxons. And I'm, I'm just excited, man. I want to see what Omni Man's intentions are. I want to, I just, I, I really can't wait for this story to keep moving forward. I'm, I'm very satisfied yeah. with the first three episodes. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Joe? I think they're solid. Yeah. Can't wait yeah. for, can't wait for Friday. Yeah. A lot of things, really... a lot of things to watch every week, you know? So it's, awesome. I know. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. It's so I can't dope. really rate it out of five because I guess it's not done yet, <laughs> but, uh, definitely recommend, I definitely recommend this to anyone. Oh, oh yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like a lot of people kind of like, kind of write it off at first just because it's animated and I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, come on now. Animations for everybody. Don't play yourself. Yeah, man. It's a legit character drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it opens the door to so many things. Like these live action superheroes, we, we demand so much action from them. And it's like, you know, knowing that it's people and it takes filming and scenes. And like with this animated, you can. It takes a lot, of, a lot of action choreography and rehearsing. Yeah, and man. A lot, of, a lot yeah. of work goes into that. But with these, these action sequences, you get a, a real comic book feel and. You get action yeah. sequences that are, are so violent. I yeah, enjoy I, I think, it, man. Yeah. I enjoyed the blood aspect of this. I think it's noticeable to point that out about Invincible. This is like a this is like the first like adult cartoon that's like this long. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's like fifty minutes uh, in adult cartoon, you know, and it's like uh, straight up. It's like a Wait, would you consider here. would you consider like like Archer an adult cartoon? Well, maybe those are maybe like thirty minutes, huh? Yeah, those are like twenty minutes. So because they ran oh, on really? Fox, so they're like twenty-two minutes or something, right? What, whatever the sure. runtime on Fox is for advertisements. But Archer is a really good adult animation. Uh, but yeah, like this one is long though, and um, right. it, it feels almost like um, like when you watch like um, you know, Flashpoint or something, like the the Flashpoint Paradox, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it feels I, like a series of uh, of of that, <laughs> which is just nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I said that on a. 
like a little pod ago on one of these pods is that like the animation style and the action sequences reminded me a lot of the DC animated universe of all those yeah. movies, you know? So yeah, it looks a lot like the, yeah, it looks like a, a satire of that. Yeah. It's weird though, because like the characters kind of look like uh, the characters look like they're animated in the same way, but like when he's like flying through the city or like you get like a shot of like the big city landscape or whatever, it honestly kind of looks like it, it reminds me of like anime, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it feels really anime with like the, um like the, uh, the lights uh what is it called the lens flare oh yeah yeah <laughs> there's like <laughs> lens flare makes it feel like anime you know it's uh yeah. but it's it's I, I enjoy it a lot so is nice. that, that the show nice. fellas nice are we doing a rating or are we gonna wait until we're gonna wait to the very end yeah i should wait till the end okay it's, it's good it's good right now it's good it's <laughs> really that's good. the rating. thumbs up two yeah. thumbs up it's a good thumbs go, up <laughs> yeah if you go on amazon prime it's on the home page like this is the this is what Amazon is is pushing as their their main. It's it's. I hope they push it because I I really want a second season. <laughs> oh, I'd be very I'd be shocked if there were no second season. But wait, so what's the deal with the movie though? Okay, so the so there's the yeah, so the there's been an invincible movie in the works since like 2016, 2017. Uh-huh. and uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are attached to produce, and that's completely separate from this. I mean, it's it might be. It's probably going to be the same story, just told in live action and over different, you know, it's a different storytelling device. But Robert Kirkman did say it's going to be like different, you know. Oh, I see. And wow. I yeah. think that people now that people are I hope this this, you know, this catches people's interest, because if they do, we can see it live action. And just think about how cool it'd be to see the Guardians of the Globe dying in live action, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. And that would be nuts. Yeah. And then like they're even Robert Kirkman even mentioned a, a video game, maybe this be a really yeah, cool video that. game yeah so uh yeah robert kirkman really wants to push this because you know this is his baby like the walking dead he was working on that at the same time but invincible has always been like his you know like that's his that's like uh his prefer his big superhero comic book and he's a big comic book nerd so uh robert kirkman is really kind of pushing invincible right now since the walking dead was so successful so so successful really cool. it was fucking right. huge just so yeah man yeah he's Dope. creative yeah yeah, and has his own style, and you can see that in both The Walking Dead and Invincible. So, definitely tap in, listeners. It's very enjoyable. I can't wait for this Friday. Yeah, cool. already. That's it, listeners. Thank you for following. That's our our first weekly episode. You know, we're gonna drop our mini our mini sode later this week. But keep on following. Keep on tapping in. The listens are getting higher. We really appreciate your guys' support. And uh, yeah, this is the cast of color. Fellas, you got anything before we wrap this up? Right, stay Don't safe out there. <laughs> yeah, get vaccinated if you can. Everybody should be able to get vaccinated soon. So, Yeah, uh, there is a lot of information out there on how to get vaccinated. So go ahead and run that because we need that. So keep following. Peace. This is the cast of color. We're signing off. Peace. Oh, Peace. I bet you Yeah!